0: Welcome, everybody, to Chapter 44 of Legion's Cast. Live! We did it. It's the second episode. We are on. We're live, I think. Uh, Hey, everybody. I am Lord Steven, and uh, we're here to talk about Mythic Legions like we're going to do every other Thursday at 5 o'clock.
1: Legions, not just Mythic Legions, guys.
0: That's true. That is very right. true. We are going to do all the legions, all the legions that they give us, we're going to talk about here. Um, and uh, something called myth uh, figure obscura. Um, yeah, I'm Steve, uh, my co-hosts, Emil Wickman. How you doing, Emil?
1: Hello there, I'm doing fine.
0: How's it, how's it in Sweden? Everything's, everything's Swedish? Is it good?
1: It's very Swedish here, and right now it's very dark. Yeah. That's fine.
0: And then all the way from New Jersey is my good friend, the Wolf King himself, Len LaGuardia. How you doing, Len?
2: Great, Steven. I'm doing well.
0: Um, Are we on? I'm checking the stream here, man.
2: Yeah. 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 We all have right. YouTube comments coming in. We do.
0: Nice. Uh, we have
2: uh, with us today in the comments section, we have Curtis Ackerman, hey, Smith, Curtis Patrick Boyle, Rick Emmert. Overlord Productions, Jesse Arnold, Just Shelf It, uh, Recon Rage, one Shooter.
0: Oh, we got one six Shooter in the, the... Man, that just made us cool. Super <laughs> cool.
2: I feel elevated now. <laughs> um, I think it's important to point out, I don't know if we did last time we um, podcast that we did say we were going to be more regular, but I don't think we said we were going to be every two weeks, right? So... We're aiming for 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern time every two weeks. Yeah. Schedule on Thursdays. That's right. On Thursdays. We'll get better at posting the links earlier so more people can join us um, as we move along, right? Yeah. We're learning. Yeah, because the live thing's new for us, really. Well, for me anyway.
1: Steven has only been doing this for like 10 years or something, right?
0: you know it's crazy um i think me and travis were we started my wife's gonna kill me in 2015 so it's been like eight years wow i've been doing that (laughs) stupid show (laughs) so uh but obviously it was not alive for most of those years um so yeah
2: so curtis wants to know emil what time is it for you
1: it's 11 p.m so 5 p.m your time is 11 p.m our time
0: <clears throat> ah, what what do you got behind your right shoulder there, Emil?
2: Are we talking about this? Yeah. Ooh. I got my Cosmix today. Congratulations!
0: Nice. I'm
1: That's very happy good. about it. I haven't I haven't opened everything yet, but then again, since we've been we've been waiting for these for like two years, <clears throat> I don't think I should rush them all open. But I mean, I opened one and then I just started playing with it. You know, and I just, I and I just sat there and I was like, I'm just going to open something because I had something else to do. And then I found myself sitting there and playing and, you know, they're, they're right next to me here. I'm just, you know, <laughs>
0: when, when we got our review wave for my wife is going to kill me. I was at Travis's house, uh, the, the day before we were going to record. And I said, Hey, let me take the box. And let me open them all up so tomorrow everything will be out and everything will be together and we'll, I'll have, you know, you won't have to hear us opening them up on on on, on, the, on air. And uh, I thought that was going to be a blast. And it kind of was, but it was actually like after the third figure, I was getting tired. <laughs> like I was like... Because you want to, you know, it's just so driven. You're you're fighting with the packaging. You're getting things out. You're figuring out where weapons go. You're putting, you're picking out your hands. You're putting them in a semi-ready pose for tomorrow to show off. And then it's like, okay, I'm done with that. Now I got to stop playing with that and I got to go on to the next. Oh, yeah. It's like, it was like, I was like, man, I think this would be much more enjoyable if I could, you know, space this out a little bit. Open one up and spend some time with it. And then maybe the next day open one or something.
1: Yeah, I don't envy that stress, Steven.
0: I mean, it feels like a ridiculous thing to complain about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... And it uh, is. (laughs) It is. It is a ridiculous thing to complain about. Everybody in the, you know, is probably like, oh, yeah, poor Steve. But, uh...
2: um, What figures did you end up with, Steve?
0: Uh, Svexian Guard. Um, Ziri. Nice. And, Mm -hmm. um oh come on why can't I picture it on my shelf it's fixing guard Ziri I can't remember
2: (laughs) okay so it really left an impression upon you
0: (laughs) I mean I picked it it. is
2: it bug shaped is it ogre scale is it (laughs) is it big and green green? (laughs) I don't know i'm sorry well i I can tell you this if i did have cosmic if i did i would take my time opening it too i would probably have like three left actually to open because (coughs) i did take my time i wanted to i mean i would take my time i really would like to appreciate every figure Mm -hmm. and um that's kind of how i felt about it
1: but i mean just yeah just her i mean just this pose no Shoulder pauldrons, no weapons, just standing like this. There's something mighty about her, you know. Tell
2: tell the listeners that aren't visual what you have. I
1: love uh, Vorga.
0: Vorga. Yeah, right. she's great.
1: I'm holding yeah. Vorga in my hand now, and it's like her presence is impressive, you know. Yeah. Um, Sp-
0: space suit Olik Thygar is the one. This is the third one.
2: That's a nice one. I like. Yeah. That. Mm. Yeah, that's a fun one. You can do a lot with that if you take the peg out and put like a normal um, mythic peg in it that's nice if you put the cat peg the the black peg (coughs) the black neck peg that comes in the head pack in it and you can get a lot of different things on it
1: and I'm gonna be totally honest because I want to open them and appreciate the figures as they are you know really as they are but during this wait for cosmics to arrive I haven't been able to I mean stop myself from thinking about a few customs so now I'm kind of like forcing myself not to jump jump start that you know just yep. to really appreciate the figures but it's but I must admit I, I yeah this will be I won't be able to help this because it's it's gonna be a lot of fun
2: yeah Curtis brings up in the chat the packaging
0: <laughs> it is and it is
2: it is substantial to get through I if I had them, I would really like the packaging because i can I like the repackage I don't like to lose all the extra pieces and everything and mm-hmm. I think it's nice to be able to slip them back in there. I really like that that art that's um the art in the background it's really cool and they each have different art yeah
0: yeah it's beautiful packaging, but it is you have to you have to fight with it a bit more to get figures out and stuff. <laughs>
1: but this is also a super silly problem oh, yeah. like yeah the yeah. fight is real <laughs> i need to get the figure yeah <laughs> sorry
0: truth um so cosmics is real it's here it's tangible um but uh like any like mythic legions and anything it goes in these lines or myth any of the the legions lines uh, we just got to see something yesterday that's going to be brand mm-hmm. new. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Uh, yesterday, uh, there was, a, if you guys, a lot of people probably watched, uh, Four Horsemen O'Clock, uh, which is the Four Horsemen's own spring stream show that they do. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> they had a big group on yesterday. It was, I'm, geez, a lot of people, CB was on, Gerard real? was on, Walter was on, um, and, Jim and uh Eric. yep, Jim and Eric, Geez, yeah, they had the they mm. had their
2: George and Chris,
0: and I mean when you see a lineup like that, you know you're gonna get to see something cool, don't you,
2: yeah, <laughs> and they pick
1: something, but not knowing what right exactly,
0: yeah. um so uh, yeah, why don't we you got the picture you want to pop it up, and we'll we'll give our give our thoughts, here we go, so. This-
1: Go ahead. Yeah, this amazing two-pack of a Mythic Legions figure and a Cosmic Legions in the same package. So,
0: Which is yeah. odd. Um, I don't know if they talked about why they did that, because I didn't get to see the show well, yet.
1: Jeremy um, said it was his marketing idea, you know, to get cosmic people to be interested in the Mythic figures and Mythic collectors to be curious about the cosmic aspect. I mean, but I don't know if
2: that's the true, but that's what he said himself. Sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. You have to appeal to both, right? And it's um, very appealing. And what we have here, here, there's a skeleton. And the skeleton is very cool. It's very Walter. Did we even say what this was oh, attributed to? No, for? we didn't even say what it is. No, I didn't get out it. there. No, we did not
0: go ahead and tell us what this is yeah
2: i gotta look it up it's walter it's walter Hagen, the head of the chief madman and chief ceo founder of mythic legions cabal which is the fan group the facebook fan group for all things legions well mythic legions right because there's a cosmic too but he runs he started that as well yeah he's got them all and um (laughs) they decided legions con crew decided that they wanted to do a tribute figure for Walter for all that he does for the community and they really knocked it out of the park with this right it's amazing
1: yeah and these photos by Trevor uh, for you who don't know Trevor William is an amazing or actually the best toy photographer that I know of and his photos of these figures I mean you, you could stare at them for you know hours um and i i love these photos i mean we have the product photos of course that we have but the the this amazing photo with the skeleton uh, having a cabal t-shirt which would be a legions con exclusive piece i think that will be uh included in the legions con exclusive one and holding the cabal banner uh, in front of uh, a horde of sharing Mythic Legions characters that would be representing us, the rest of us, members in the cabal. I, lo- I love it. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Which, should I just read? Is it better just to read some a description? Read it. On what this is. I think that probably works out better. Um this is the first time that we've ever had a Mythic Legions, Cosmic Legions crossover two-pack. Walt Tour the Mad. This is the day two figure for the Legions Con event, available only on Sunday, November 12th. This special set is a tribute to longtime friend of the studio and one of our biggest supporters, our chief brand ambassador, Walter the Madman Hagen. Walter created the Mythic Legions Cabal years ago, building the most positive and welcoming toy community anywhere. To recognize how much Walter's passion has meant to us over the years, we knew we needed to do something extra special to honor him. So, the first ever release to encompass the worlds of both Myth- Mythos and Cosmerian seemed like the perfect solution. Of course, Waltor doesn't go anywhere without his cabal swag, so he is waving his banner in figure form as well here's what you need to know about the set this is again it's repeating that this is what's going to be available on Sunday at legions con Um, the exclusive parts for the skeleton are the cabal t-shirt which is a red shirt with black print and the cosmic version the cosmic not version the cosmic version right figure is a clad in orange suit of tusk 5 armor he comes with a skull head a tusk 5 helmet to match the armor and a removable clear dome the show version of this two pack will also include a bone colored version of the relic of the lost Corninian skull the skull was previously seen as a special item in the first cosmic legion's wave so those skulls that people got when they ordered the all-ins, um, this is there's different versions. There's a retailer version that's one color. There is a um, there's a, a direct from the studio version that was another, and this one is a third version, which is a bone color version. And that skull was the first
1: piece, if I'm not remembering wrong, that was the first cosmic piece that we ever saw. I mean, yeah. I, I know we saw a digital render uh, of, of uh, the space armor. I'm not sure if we saw that before, but the first piece we actually saw was this skull buried in the sand. I remembered sharing in front of the, you know, in front of the screen when I saw that. Right. And, wow, time goes fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, Cronin Cronin one six Shooter says.
2: This is interesting because it's also showing a um, cosmic legion cosmic legions cabal logo on the shield on the cosmic shield yeah, um, which is similar but different from the old the regular um, cabal logo. So it's one it's the first time I think that's been shown too
1: mm-hmm. um, and I I'd like to say something about uh, Walter because as time goes, I mean, it's easy that you start taking things for granted, like all of us who are a member of this community, we can say like, yeah, we are members of the cabal. We, I mean, we have that, but it's easy to take it for granted, you know, because when when Walter started that, or actually when I got into the line, uh, the cabal was already there, you know, mm-hmm. and I I met the a, a super welcoming atmosphere when I entered this hobby, you know, mm-hmm. um so i'm I'm very grateful for that, you know very thankful um and yeah, I just wanted to say that i mean yeah. he he's done a really really good job, and being an admin of a big group that's a that's
0: a tough thing
1: that's a lot of work, and there will be a lot of people disagreeing with him with different things, you know. Sometimes you think that he's making the right decision, sometimes you think that he's making the wrong decision, but overall, it's a big job i mean <laughs> and i well, I like the cabal a lot,
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're it's, right it, you're yeah right. it's I do take well for granted, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> um no yeah, i mean he he's He's been around. He's at the forefront of of, of a lot of the stuff uh, that happens. You know, some so, you know who 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 else but Walt well, this year? You know, or even whenever they decided to do it.
2: Yeah, definitely, it's time. Can I point out another little neat thing with the figures? That the, the um, they're including a little gourd, and that gourd is a really that's a that's a long pool that not a lot of people would get because the gourd is the one that came with monkey King and they're using it here as just like a part of Walter's little swag. And the story behind that gourd, gourd, if anyone knows is Anthony, our friend, right? Anthony, our friend from the toy forge, his father who is retired in his retirement and for fun and to sell at shows makes gourds. He dries gourds. And make, and like paints them and makes them that's decorative things you can hang in your house or like bird houses. And they do. He has a lot of different techniques like wood burning and fractal burning that he decorates these gourds with. And um, two two legions cons ago, the, the legions con two, they Anthony and his father made him a made Walter a gourd with the cobalt logo wood burned into it. And they gave it to him and he was just blown away. It was like so cool. It was just awesome. And everyone that saw the gourd was like, what the heck is that? Like, what's that? What's that about? (laughs) And it was just neat. I don't know if you guys remember seeing it or hearing about it. So it's just a little extra touch that like they thought about to put in there. And I think it's really cool.
1: Yeah. And and one thing since I mean, since all of us three have been a part of the cabal for for many years now, we take some things for granted. So why? Why the skeleton? Why is the this figure for Walter a skeleton figure? Well, that's, I mean, his favorite figure, he has been very outspoken about it, is Malleus. Um, so, I mean, to us who know right. him, it's obvious, but not to all new people. So this could be, yeah. Just some and, information the, and the armor all. even
2: has the Malleus colors, like they put the, right, is it just... Well, the, yeah. shin, the shins have the the color. From
0: this picture, actually, it looks a lot like Xylonus flock colors.
2: It, it does.
0: I, you know, I don't know if that's how it really looks in person, because...
2: Maybe he's um, a dead elf. I mean, Walter is a gardener. He's a gardener and landscaper, so maybe <laughs> he's a, a dead, you know, forest dweller. I, I, I'll I go with that.
0: For us poppin' swappers, I'll I wonder if you could be able to use that, though, if you had multiples of these, because... I mean, obviously the uh, Legions conversion is going to be, you know, more special and and, and therefore more uh, more pricey. So it might not be the best figure to to use for custom f- pop and swaps or whatever. But but there will be, I'm sure, a regular release of this. <clears throat> there will right. be.
1: Jeremy has already announced that. So it's just like I'm. We we shouldn't talk too much about it. But it's it's really like that. Uh, they will be available later on. Without the exclusive items of the
2: skull and the T-shirt, I think. Right, like the Fab, the Fantastic Four was. Yeah. That skeleton has amazing um, potential for parts. Like, there's a lot of great stuff on him. You know, mm. uh, he's got the the torso that has the removable chest plate. He has that leather buckle um, neck armor. Uh, not a lot of people. I or really we're talking about the um, scaphoid head right the extra head it's giving us another scaffold which is a classic awesome head that everyone likes to use it's got the dagger it, there's a lot of good stuff there yeah
1: and For we sure. talked about that we, we
2: like the orange color right oh i love that orange yeah. orange and black is like one of my favorite colors it's kind of funny because like two days prior i was talking to walter um, in, te- in message and we were talking about that how like we love orange I had no idea i didn't know what what, i had no idea so when we saw i saw this two days later i was like oh well orange works because we were both like talking about how awesome orange and black is god
0: that looks like a lot of fun i'll just
1: remove this for now about skeletons last well two weeks ago last show we we had a faction focus and talked about necronominus uh i posted that overview photo of the of the whole faction and just asked, what were your favorite figures? Uh, I mean, in this faction, there was a lot of different favorites. It's definitely not one that everyone's loving. But I, I remember Scapular and um, Tibius. Tibius receives a lot of love, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Tibius is cool. He, he really is cool. I you know he's why? always been. But but, but I mean, because he's Compared fast. to everyone else, yes, he's fast. tibius was i remember um tibius when he was being solicited for the kickstarter and the the racing stripes were an add-on at some point he originally was shown without them and then it was like okay but now we're gonna add these racing stripes on him and it just was like a game changer for that figure as far as i saw it i was like oh now he's went from being cool to like a must-have you know
2: well, obviously, someone was inspired by the Ford and Chevy marketing team. <laughs> of the car Air <Empire>
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, you guys spontaneously announced, uh, uh, what do you say, a competition last time? Competition? It wasn't the competition. Contest is the A word. contest. Like a
2: con- not so much a yeah. cont. Yeah, a cont. Giveaway. A giveaway. You guys announced competitive.
1: kind of a giveaway. Okay. What was it?
0: What was it about? Oh well, last last week we did a um a little comp a uh, little segment where we we created our own mythic band uh, out of uh, characters and it was based based vis based solely on visuals obviously because there's there's no m- music to listen to um we just wanted to make you know a cool four piece band and we talked about who we would pick to put in our bands and then mm. we asked. Uh, people to show us pictures of their band that they made and uh we got some
2: yeah should we start yeah absolutely this one i i found this from kirby smith um he he has an animal band
0: he does <laughs>
2: yeah, that has got a guitar that's a player cool. in the back i think it's pitorian it's jamming the guitar the goat guy, I think, is playing lead, and maybe there's a vocal. Maybe it's just like a promo picture, and they they left the drum set somewhere else. It's like a three piece punk band, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, I could see the the red guy in the back trying to steal the show all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big bull, big bully. I see that. Um, so no, this is this is this is great, man. You put your Put your animals in a, in a band and uh, let them go crazy. Legions cast life forty three was such a good episode. Thank you, Kirby. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Kirby. Glad you're watching. Yes,
2: thank you, Kirby.
1: So, shall we show the next yeah, one? Move Heck on. Yeah. God Racer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. This is this is tight. This is a really cool one. Um, it is so metal that, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could get any more metal. Um, this is from Brian Burnett, and uh, he he's got his Skelly Band man, and these guys are speaking of racing stripes. We got some right right there. I like um, that you
2: can see them Still, it's cool. So what?
0: And naming the band Godraiser is just awesome.
2: Yeah, because that's what they're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. They're great shots too. I love it. I love black and white photography. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, would we say this is Tibius?
0: Yep, he's jamming on uh what well, I don't know my instruments is that, I don't know if that's a bass or guitar, but
2: guitar. Regular guitar.
0: The drummer, look at this. Uses a couple of axe handles or something there. Or a spiked ball. Yeah, I'd those? say this
1: is the Ilgar, right?
0: E... Is that Ilgar?
1: Ilgar and Tibius are the only ones who have those that waste pieces. The, the they?
0: loops for their for yeah. their weapons. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's
1: great. <laughs> so, talking ex. about Walter the Mad. With the favorite being Malleus.
0: <laughs> yeah. He has the axe, literally. Yep. yep. singing his singing his guts out when he if he had any guts. <laughs> I don't know why, and this is a little off topic, but I always think that this skeleton that uh brother mandibulus looks like Ted Danza. Ted, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. You know, like know. if Ted Danson were to die and be a skeleton, that'd be what his skull looks like. And now I can't unsee it. Am I right? Does it does it make sense? Maybe. Yeah, but I don't know why it makes sense. That's such a weird thing the to long, say. I was going to say the long fa-
2: longness yeah. of the
0: face, maybe. Yeah. Ted Danson walks into a bar and the bartender says, why the long face? Get it? I don't know. Um,
1: Let <laughs> me just go back and- <laughs> <laughs> actually, we don't know who is the lead singer, actually.
0: Well, it's got to be the one that was jamming, right? Well, they're,
1: they're choosing both Malleus and, and Brother M.
0: He looks like he's doing, you know, backup vocals to me. He doesn't look like he's belting it out like the the other one. Now, that guy looks like he's he's bringing it home.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, my guess would be on Malleus there. And then we had <laughs> a third band.
0: Yeah. Good job, Brian.
2: Right. <laughs> this is from Patrick Boyle. And this is like an album cover, right? It's uh, Soul Haggis, the Mythonian Tavern Tour.
0: <laughs> so, so these guys are like, I don't know, are they like a Celtic band? They're a tavern I so. band, I guess. You know, Yeah, th-
2: yeah. They would, I think that they are for. Um, i don't like time accurate like so they would actually be in mythos like so they're not like a heavy metal band with electric guitars they're not like a modern incarnation like this would be patrick's like thoughts on a real traveling like band in mythos in that time and he he has a fox lead singer (laughs) um who is she's foxy right she is a fox man (laughs) yeah
0: yeah. Uh this song this looks like a, a a band that would make some music that I'd fall asleep to at <laughs> night in my little tavern. In, tavern. in my head. Uh is there there's a guy in the back peeing? I don't know.
2: I think he's, he's stayed he's doing that like, you know, angsty uh musician thing where he's turning away from the picture. I like to think
0: I like to think he's peeing. I like that better. I, yeah. It's funnier. <laughs> but uh yeah,
1: and then we have a uh, the dwarf.
2: Right. Yep. Yeah, and he's and also he has great soft goods too. He has great like um, Celtic wear or Highland wear, um, a kilt. His bagpipes are down on the ground. Those are some great bagpipes. I don't know where. Yeah, and it's Torgon it's, it's
1: Redfin uh, who is standing with some really great Celtic soft goods on. Yeah. And they have a they have a dog and a red skull on the ground. I don't know if the red skull could that be the fourth member of the band? <laughs> Mythos it very well could be, right? <laughs> like they get the skull to sing songs like No, go for it. <laughs> oh maybe,
0: yeah. maybe the skull is the lead singer. Ooh. Yeah.
2: Maybe. I don't know if patrick was recreating an actual um, album cover that i'm just not aware of because it's very it is very strategic all the posing and everything Mm
0: -hmm.
2: it also says the new
1: album is released in spring 2021 so is this something that he has done before yes okay
2: yeah pat has shared this with us before in um the cabal this was something he came up with in, in probably spring of 2021 and um they're all customs of his that i recognize that um he has shared singly also and so he had this ready to go uh, these three
1: bands they make me happy somehow i i find myself being really you know enjoy looking at these i, th- I think
2: we should do more things like this you know i yeah. i, I want to see more stuff like this yeah definitely definitely i had an i had like shot off um last episode that we would have a contest and draw a winner and whatever but you know in in typical fashion i have big plans and not enough time to execute them so i want to just tell everyone that who the three of you that we did feature your bands to send me a pm via facebook and i will get a prize to you so each person that participated is going to get something from me that's good that's great to hear well not me from the show from legions cast
0: yeah so, it's contact for,
2: it, me, guys, if you if you were uh, featured, and I will get something really cool to you.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Like Len said, it's it's really for me.
2: <clears throat> exactly. It's...
0: <laughs> um... Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was Steven's idea.
0: It's my idea. He's... And I would have liked to have had another uh, little fun thing for this week, but... Um. When I heard uh, what faction focus was going to be, and how large of a faction focus this is, uh, for for Mister Wickman, for Teacher Wickman, um, I, uh, I I said we don't have time for the anything like that. We've we've got a lot to look at.
1: Emil, you've spent some time on this. I did, so we better. I mean we have to rush through with some of these parts because there's a big faction today and we're looking at Erythyr, you know? Right. But hopefully we will learn some new things today together. Um, can, are I, you ready? can I
2: just make an announcement real quick? Oh, sure. Um, <clears throat> something that we discussed that uh, some of the fans requested was um, if we could make these segments into individual videos to put on the, on the um, uh, YouTube channel that we have and, and we do have a youtube channel you know if you're watching because you're watching it live on that youtube channel and so Emil's taking the video this coming segments his um faction focuses and making them into individual videos so if you just want to um tune watch those parts on their own to get like the full benefit of just the um faction focus you can do that and then at the end i think you're going to probably catalog them all together right so we can have like a full faction focus yeah. video yeah that, that would be nice yeah
0: i say yeah Emil is yeah. gonna do that okay. <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah this is cool and obviously please if you're watching please like and subscribe our, to our youtube channel so we can we yes. can grow help us grow on please. the youtube so all right um i think class is gonna start now and it's in session mr mr wickman is here and uh take it away buddy
1: so today we're gonna continue to learn about the factions of mythos and here i'm gonna take this story really fast a lot faster than last time you know so we just like a uh we have a you know Do it one more time, to repeat ourselves, to learn the story. The two great beings, Helios and Celine, they created the whole of Mythos. Helios created all the things, the materia, the mountains and the seas. And Celine created all the beings. For example, humans and dwarves and, you know, all the elves. But she ended up loving them so much that Helios got envious and so envious that he thought, OK, how can I win back Celine's focus to me? It's our creation. She should focus on me. So he he created some. Some other beings on this earth, like orcs and different kinds of evil creatures. So they started to fighting uh, each other. Um. But this kind of got out of hands and four great gods were created somehow. Hopefully we'll learn more about this in the future. The four great gods, gods Illithia, uh, Necronominus, Aether and Poxus were created. And they started to ruin everything. It kind of got out of hand for Helios. So Selene created the four great beasts of Silona, Etheron, Leodiceus and basilia so the great war happened there and the end of the great war the four gods were banished from mythos or banished they were somehow they they were removed from the world of mythos and at the same time the four great beasts disappeared as well and that's where we are right now when we start with a faction of air
0: i want i just wish i had that recorded so I could listen to it at night because I think it would soothe me. Just listening to him, you talk. You know, it's just you can like...
1: call me anytime time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was wonderful. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> calm and happy now.
1: Oh, well, that's good. Calm <laughs> and happy, I like that. So this is the world of Mythos on the map, uh, wonderfully drawn by Nate Barch. and. To, since we're having a focus on Earth here today, we're going to have a focus on this part of the map.
0: All right.
1: And I'll zoom in here. And here we see, for example, we start from the bottom there with Aether Hold. We have Gob Hollow, where the goblins uh, reign. Uh, we have Iron Hold and the Graven Mountains. We're talking about some of the dwarf factions, uh, dwarf people here. Uh, and Mercurios. Many of us know about the um, uh, Mercurian warriors that we like that looks like Spartans, for example. Um, so let's start. This is a lot of figures and not, we're going to skip some of them or we're actually going to move on pretty quick on some of these. But we start with um, with the time before the return of the great gods. You know? So the first big great war has happened. All the gods are gone and all the great beasts are gone. And Gorgo Aetherblade is the one who is ruling the faction of Ether uh Erithyr. And guys, what do you what do you know about Gorgo Aetherblade?
0: That nobody knows him. Right? Nobody Somebody... knows who he
1: is. Yeah. I mean what kind of race he
0: is. Now, people assume there's a lot of guessing due to his original neck piece that he's a skeleton because uh, the original toy came with a skeleton neck peg, right?
1: Correct. That's that's yep. all basically what we know, and we we don't even know what his goal is to to um, I mean to, to 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 run the faction of Erythir, you know? He why does he want the god of uh, Erythir to return? We don't know that. But, so, you see, he is the one leading the faction. We're gonna go through the, the queens and kings of these three main races, I would say, of the Erthyr faction. And the the queen of the orcs, Queen is she's, uh, she's the one that she early on realized that where Erthyr came from the beginning is like, I think it would benefit the orcs to be a part of this this warmongering faction. We could definitely benefit from this. okay? Um, and from the goblins, we have King Noglin, who very similar also realized that this could be benefit. Uh, the goblins, King no- um, Noglin and the dwarf king, Bromlin, both very, very rich kingdoms, very wealthy kings. Who yeah. saw that we could benefit from being a part of this, so we'd be happy to join. Uh, the thing with Bromden, though, is that he he wasn't what, would you, what you would call a bad guy from the beginning, you know? Right. Uh, and, of course, the goblins and the dwarves, they, they, they fought in between. So here they kind of find, found found a way, like, we could follow Arthur together. We don't have to fight among each other. But being a part of this bigger thing, we can, you know, just benefit from this and grow richer.
0: And King Bromden, if I remember right, is a brother to one of the other heroic dwarves. Am I right? Uh I believe so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Just trying to That's good. Yeah.
1: Come in. We need to you need to show your knowledge about these factions.
0: My, okay? Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's there's
0: Thord, yes, it's Thord. That's right. Iron Jaw. Duh. So
1: the brothers, uh, and so the you could say that they kinda went different paths here. Thank you, Rick. You you, you won't find uh, thord in in this faction. No, so it's like Bromden went the dark path. Uh, went on the dark path. Okay. Same here. We have uh, <clears throat> both are Shadow Horn, who is a cousin of Thor Ironjaw. You know, uh, so he, he he should probably be in the good faction. But they say that he has nothing to do with them. He prefers this faction. Okay. Um so his clan Shadowhorn was a part uh, like an alliance with Leodiceus, but he he found a big hatred for Thord basically you know we yeah. we don't know the conflict there I don't know it right now at least
0: maybe we will
1: yeah hopefully. and the last hopefully Oh, we will. I'm looking forward to that book, by Jeremy. the book. There's oh, so um, much. Yes. There's
0: so much that can be fleshed out in these stories. That, mm. um, yeah, that book and and maybe stuff that even follows that book has so much potential for some pretty uh pretty great entertainment.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, some of these some of these things that we're talking about now, they probably might change. You know, when they realized, okay, this won't fit into the bigger picture since yeah. they have fleshed out the story uh, a lot more but then then there is basically just one more dwarf in the whole faction that's the caven dwarf which is a, a legion builder soldier so even though we have king Bromden, we don't have more than these three dwarfs in the whole faction and somehow i thought there were more but you know when i started going through this they're they're not
2: Hmm. I mean so, there could
0: be a there could be three million cavern dwarfs, so there really could right. be you know yeah true. plus That's you're splitting
2: true. up like your dwarves so to say so in other words all the goblins we know are in this faction but not all the dwarves are in this faction does that right. make sense right. have... so, yeah
1: Yep. Yeah. so <clears throat> how I did it now is like now we shift the focus to the goblins so we focus on the goblin characters here um Gonks one of the commanders um you could almost think that he might be just one of the brutes big and strong but he is a, a true leader who, who who leads the troops you know mm-hmm.
2: um deep yeah, in the bad mouth? breath he's a bad breath mm-hmm. doesn't he he have a breath cuz he has that mask
0: oh no i think it says in his bio he's got bad teeth and he's he's subconscious oh self count okay. self conscious
2: Well, if he's got bad teeth, he probably has bad breath, too. Something that you can say about
1: his (laughs) characteristic, not about his breath, but that is his his skill to see who would do best in what kind of position. Like, that's kind of his strategic um, skills. Another commander. We have two commanders here among the goblins, and that's Thump. Um, Who is um, a relative? To,
0: to Noglin. Ah, a little nepotism, huh?
1: Yep. It's, uh, it's actually it's actually Noglin's nephew. So, you remember when this figure arrived? It was in the Wastelands wave. So there was this big battle going on in the Wastelands. We only know some of that, but he was a, the commander from Gob Hollow for that that war, that fight there. You know that um the voice sounds around Bjorngar, I would so say. So
0: definitely a subordinate to Gonks. That we don't know. They could be both commanders.
1: We don't know if that's a subordinate. They can be two commanders with the same we you don't know, know that. <clears throat> Though if you ask my gut feeling, Gonks is the higher ranking one. But that's maybe I don't know. That's no my proof. Point. No proof. No of proof. Right. Okay, Nubnik, my favorite goblins on my bill. Yeah. Uh, so, so w- if we know something about Nubnik, I mean, goblins in general are quite disgusting and quite, you know, uh, cruel. Um, and he's he's even, I mean, horrible amongst uh, counted among goblins. You know, I love that, and the fact that he is an assassin is a cool thing. One sentence that I remember from is is that he takes a perversive joy in each and every kill. And that's a sentence like this is not a toy 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 line for kids. Like he's a perversive joy in each and every kill.
0: Look at that face. I mean. Yeah. He's up he's he's he ain't right. (laughs) He ain't right. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't right.
1: Okay. Swig. Well, Swig. Yeah, he's quite a new one. You know, he's an alchemist, and and basically the goblins have alchemists that are trying to make potions to make the other goblins, I mean, stronger, faster, or even give them the ability to fly and stuff like that. Mm. But what is also clearly noted is that it not always goes according to plan. So it's not like we're presenting Swig the perfect alchemist. He can be like you know whatever can happen right um here's another one that i know many people Ah. like snag the love this guy what do you love about this guy
0: uh just his his in uh, first of all his color scheme uh that blue hood just always set him off and just made him look cool but I mean, he's got that different looking face that's different than most of the goblins and just looks like he's sneaky and up to no good. And even his bio is great because he's the thief and he collects things and, and uh, no, he's always been. He may still be my all time favorite goblin.
1: Really cool. You know, he was actually part of a big lot that I got of figures when I started collecting. And, and he was one of the, the pieces I had there and opened it and then decided to, to sell him. Mm. Big mistake, of course. But I mean, you know, you're you're young and stupid. This was three years ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you were definitely younger three years ago. Yeah. So... <laughs> Jesse's telling us that um, the bio does say that Knox is the commander of the goblin forces. That is true. But you also and have to take that... into thump is the commander of a small army of elite goblins forces sent to Gorgo exactly one
1: thing that I think we need to take into consideration here though um, is that in the beginning when there only were like four four goblins then you didn't have like all of these these different characters so maybe you just said commander but I do I do still think that that is the the uh, the right thing that gongs is the higher commander but I would just yeah. I would just assume when you start to you have four characters one is the commander one is the thief or whatever then you start to build 10 more and then you say that this is a commander or something else then you don't go back and change these bios from the beginning like well. there are there are many who says that this is the most the most um, uh, fearsome or more, most brutal character in this faction. And then a year later, it says, like, this character is the most feared and brutal, you know? So it's.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe, when, maybe with the book, they'll do some edits and go back to kind of retro. But I, th- and, you know... thank you, Jesse, for that. And I, that's, that's yeah. Um, totally. Yeah, Snag, Snag's awesome because he has that classic look. He's just, and, and it's very different than the other goblins. Yeah. The, the yeah. long nose, the bonnet, the blue bonnet hat. He's really cool
1: besides being a thief we can say that noglin also likes snag that's something that says like he not uh king noglin he he, he enjoys yeah. having snag around yeah
0: because snag brings him stuff if I remember yeah it. probably yeah. exactly yeah.
2: yeah there's a lot of love for snag in the chat right now just so everyone knows yeah. it's like everyone's saying that you know that snag Need- is definitely the uh one of the favorites of the goblins
0: i think it's funny you just don't realize you know you think you think you know when everybody says a mythic legion's goblin you think you know what they they look like but when you really sit down and look at them they're all very different they are I, they swig are. has a completely different face mm-hmm. um snag obviously has a completely different face than than Nubnik or you know whoever you know it's just they're all there's a lot of uh what do you want to say
2: uh, individuality
0: yeah individuality there's a lot of leeway for which is cool because that means that you know when Tradaway is sculpting the next one he's not he's not beholden to a certain look he can kind of get more creative
2: yeah, yeah. you can tell. i, I, I would definitely
1: to... recommend everyone to go to sourcehorseman.com and read the full bios you know read the full bios of the characters and look at the the photos of of the characters you know so you can appreciate them in full uh, thwick the archer. Um, well, <laughs> you could summarize his whole bio into he's famous for his being a great archer and his and his grin, <laughs> so so just leave everyone with that for now. We... And here we have the classic Goblin Soldier, the Goblin Legion builder. Um, yeah, I think. A lot of collectors have a lot of these around. Uh, Then we got the Deluxe Goblin Legion Builder, who is also a soldier. Um, And then there is just one more goblin I'd like to add here. And this one I'm not sure about. This is the Bog Goblin, who is of another race. He is a Greater Goblin. That's another kind of, of species. There are a lot of different kinds of Greater Goblins. I'm not sure that you would said uh, have the bog goblins being a part of the goblins that uh, King Noglin um, rules. Yeah. I don't know this, but I, I I leave this to everyone. So this is not a single character, but the bog goblins are. Well, they really take joy into being a part of this horrible army. You know, they're 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 feared. They they spit black liquid that that. Um, um i think it's it's uh it's it's called black bile you know something that mm-hmm. sure. it's horrible and at the same time they're they're classified as being assassins so interesting very interesting now, those what, things
0: are i've always been a fan of the bog goblin
2: yeah he's super cool what what would why wouldn't you throw the hellfire goblin up there too if you have the bog goblin because
1: the hellfire goblin is coming later because he is part of what is coming when arthur arrives back from the dimension that he has been kept prisoned so uh we will come back to him okay the end sorry no that's perfectly fine that's a that's a (laughs) good question so we're going to the orcs Warthog. Warthog might be one of my favorite favorites in this faction. I think he's badass. I love the parts as a customizer, but the character and the how he's built. I love this one. Uh, he's both a warlord and a trainer. You know? So so he's the one who who trains the, the orc soldiers into becoming better, into becoming who they are. He uh, he serves the legions, but his true ally, allegiance is fully with Queen erxa But during his role as a trainer, there was this orc that he trained and that came from nowhere and became quite successful. And that was Ursoc, yes, so during the training from Warthog, even though Warthog is a uh, for queen Ursa, here we have Ursok. So, can any one of you guess why I put Ursok up here and not among the orcs down there on uh, lower down on the on the on the map? I, okay, and I... uh, maybe, maybe who is it? Uh, okay, Len, I've seen your arm, please. Oh, because oh, he's a general. Yeah, <laughs> he's a general. <laughs> that's that's good. Do you have something more you want to say about that? No.
0: I, no. I was gonna ask you the question when you when you when you went right to uh Queen Irksa because the way I remember reading the bio is he's in charge and she is like usurping a section of his troops to kinda that kinda think that he may not be leading them in the proper direction. That's what I remember, but school me on this.
1: So he is definitely, I would say, higher ranking than Queen Urxa But that is not from where he came, you know? He he um climbed in the ranks for him being such a uh, well, awesome soldier, I would guess, you know, uh, both because of his intellect and who he was and for his uh, his strength and all those qualities. So Gorgo Aetherblade kind of took him up, you know, and put him like, you shall be here, kind of like, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So then
1: it doesn't matter then that there's a queen among the orcs that's called Urxah. Because mm-hmm. she is still below Gorgo Aetherblade. Got it. And here we have and one other orc that I put next to uh, next to Ursoc, and that is Urko. I kind of always thought that Urko was a character, a named character, and not a group of orcs. But reading the bios now, I realize that this is not one character. The Urkos are uh, um, mindless savages with a single-minded purpose within the ranks of Gorgo Etherblade. It says, and their loyalty is more specific to Ursok than the greater good. I mean, the greater cause with uh, Gorgo Etherblade. So, that's why I put that orc kind of uh, troop up there with Urso. Going, I Continuing see. with orcs, and this is... When I say continue with the orcs, I still show something that is not an orc. So, I was thinking about putting the ogres. This is Kursok, who is named the Interpreter and General. You probably could put Kersok like the general among all the ogres, if you would. But he is also a lot among the orcs. So he's part of that, but I would say that his rank is higher. His skill uh, of learning, uh, knowing the languages, both from the orcs and uh, the ogres, makes him the perfect one to, to communicate. Um, between these different groups.
0: Interesting they would have different languages.
1: Yes. Yeah, I never realized that. Actually 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 it says more I reread something here. Maybe maybe the orcs and ogres are speaking more the same, but Kurstog knows civilized languages like uh. others. So he can communicate without these you know these orcs. Orcish languages, I would presume, okay? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So that makes him important when it comes to communicating.
0: I mean, he does look like he could be smart. Like, Picture him with a monocle. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Um, And for this reason, I actually put the Ogre Legion Builder, who is classified as a soldier, I put him among them. But if we'll see more Ogres in the future, maybe maybe this will change.
0: If there was a figure that was responsible for me being a being getting into painting figures, it's probably that one. Cause when yeah. I got it, his, his armor just looked so fun to paint. And, you know, I just was like, all right. And that, I think, you know, he's definitely one of the motivations for me to pull out my paints and start painting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I would too, if I had one, instead i i I repainted other ogre sized figures that anyway
2: so they so the orcs speak orcish and the ogres speak orcish but like um gorgo Etherblade doesn't probably so i'm because that's what they're saying that he that he's that um what's his name here kurzog is like a translator of Orkish.
1: uh yeah okay. but I, I would say more civilized languages i mean other languages outside yeah. the faction even. right like he could speak yeah. to the
2: dwarfs who are on yeah. his side so if they're in like a grand battle he can be the one that can speak to the, the different uh races that don't speak orcish
1: yeah that that yeah. would be my guess. that's
2: interesting i just i had to follow up on that that's cool
1: But I'm not saying that Orc and Ogre speak different languages. That was probably something that I misread into it, you know? Um, So, now we have the Legion Builder. The first Orc Legion Builder classified as a Soldier. And we have the Orc Legion Builder 2, who is a Soldier as well, but that is a 2.0 figure. And then we have the Orc Legion Builder 3, but who changed name into Colosseum Orc because that is what people started calling it. So they, you know, they, it is it is the Legion Builder three. But he, he was made... he was
0: offered during the Colosseum wave.
1: Yeah, and he's classified as a gladiator. So here we're talking about the Mercurian Colosseum. That part I, I talked about the Mercurian part of the of the map. Um, so during the the, the Colosseum, when, uh, um. When you wanted to bring something really action onto the arena, you unleashed a number of Colosseum orcs, you know, with their carnage and bloodlust. Right. So, so so, these are not. I wouldn't say that any of the orcs are fun, guys, but these are even less fun. <laughs> and then we have this newly released deluxe yeah. male orc builder. Um, who hasn't gotten a a role. It actually said, because I mean, we can do whatever we want with this. This is the Lux builder who has a lot of parts. And I just, I just included one of the, the photos here. And then one photo for the deluxe female orc builder. You got, did you guys got to get a lot of these?
0: Um, I got a couple of the males. I got one of the female, I think. Um, So, not as many as I would like to have, (laughs) because I I really like orcs, and I really like having a lot of builders, but, uh, you know, these weren't cheap, so, at the time, so, you know, I, like a lot of other people, probably didn't get, you know, a lot, you know, volume of these guys, but they're great figures.
1: Yeah, definitely great figures. So... We're gonna pause the the orcs for a bit now, come back to them later. But we're gonna turn into uh, the Black Knight. Mm. The Black Knight also was released during the Coliseum wave, and our knights at, I mean guards at the Coliseum. You know. So so if if you, you if you're um, um, prison there, to be fighting at the arena, and you get the idea that. I don't want to do this. I think I'm going to try to escape. Then that is probably even a worse idea because these black knights will, you know, kill you instantly. <laughs> and and okay. I, I, I love these characters. I mean, they're, all black is just so amazing
0: you know i don't know if your guys' mind does this but when you're telling us about these things you're thinking coliseum and you're thinking knights or guards as knights and everything i'm just picturing a movie you know or some kind of a cartoon with that you could watch and us legions fans could be like oh there's the black knights they're guards at the coliseum you know and i don't know it just seems like it wouldn't it's so be rich it's so rich fertile ground for some good stuff
1: yeah yeah yeah. i totally agree and i i you know one can hope for what the future will bring when it comes to these
0: yeah
1: we are gonna keep uh, he, the black knights are humans and we have uh, two more humans into in this faction one of them is Juno the crusher the barbarian <laughs> steven i happen to know this is your favorite character is that so still
0: uh it is one of my favorite characters one yes. of your favorites. You know, she's not my f- favorite character in the whole line, but if I had to pick my top five, she probably would be in there.
1: So, what do you know about her?
0: I know that she has a history with Atlas, and I know that uh, she's the Crusher, and she she I think was taken in by Gorgo mm-hmm. at some point, and uh, I always found that to be fascinating. Other, also her, just her. Strip down barbarian look. I mean that—that's what does it for me. It, people know that. So,
1: yeah, something is something is is messed up with her. I think. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you get it, and, and it's like, I think I think that's the part that I like about the character. <laughs> you know that uh, at uh, I mean Atlas the Conqueror saved. I mean tried to take care of her after she. Lost her parents, but then they kind of have you know, we don't know what the falling out was, you know. But the part came when she was saved by Gorgo Aetherblade from a horde of skeletons. You know? So, I, th- th- this is interesting. I'm, I'm not sure we will ever know the rest of this story, but it would be fun if that was a segment because the character is interesting.
0: It is, you know, and, and you know, you get these. I picture myself, if I were to sit down and play with these characters, these toys, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you don't, if you're going to pay attention to the lore and the bios, I don't know, I never thought it was fun to act out the lore and the bios. You take the story forward, and at least that's what I wanted to do. So if I were to be sitting on the floor, Indian style, just playing with these characters, eh, she would be a redeemable character to me. She would be one of those characters that ends up going seeing the light and going back to Atlas and fighting with the the, the noble bear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Lightly. do you display her among the Arthur figures? Yes. You do that? Okay. I do, yeah.
0: Because ah. I'm not sitting on the floor playing with them.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, at sure, least no one oh. sees that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't admit that, of course. <laughs> so we have one more human... And that is Lady Aberona, who is considered to be an evil knight. So, uh, the Aberona. I wonder how
0: you can tell she's evil.
1: The red eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You you tricked me into actually giving a serious answer to that. (laughs) I'm so sorry. She's like like, a fool. (laughs) She's like
0: the most evil person, evil looking character.
1: I'd absolutely love this character, you know? you know the story of the the Avarona family that they supported Arthur during the time when he was you know uh, bossing around and um she still wanna you know her family wanna they, they get kind of dragged into the mud when he didn't win <laughs> you know so 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 coming back with um uh, she's fully supporting the 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 evil demon the evil god you know mm-hmm. and she's considered to be even the the uh, the the cruellest in her family even so among maybe we'll see her brother or her her parents you know maybe we'll see more from the Averona family with this wonderful uh, what is it Burgundy color that they have mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah it's like a yeah it almost dips into almost purple burgundy yeah Yeah. it's beautiful
1: i love that color i could definitely see us getting other characters but then again i don't know so these are the three humans uh here i'm just gonna talk about some legion builder the warrior uh you know he's a warrior it's just massive tusk destroying not one of the most interesting but very very just ramming stuff yep and the trolls uh big monsters of course and we know that there are many many races of trolls that are different kinds of i mean there are some that are heroic or i mean and there are some that are just totally neutral to any everything and then we have like for example the stone trolls and forest troll that are kind of like you know part of the air theater uh, the monsters
0: Sure,
1: Argymedes, He is one of the earlier figures that I got, and um, he is interesting. I mean, just call just look at his color compared to the rest of the figures so far in the way in, in the whole faction, like, yeah, a blue yeah. cyclop. And it's do he's the only cyclop, I think, of all the all factions.
0: He is, so, uh, he is the blacksmith.
1: He is the blacksmith. And he, his title is the Chief Overseer. So, um, yeah, he's a strong warrior. But I would say the, the, the blacksmith part is probably the most important thing here. Fury Clan orcs. I put him here in the orcs because I see him as a, you know, it's, he's still an orc. But the Fury Clan uh, probably have... More races, and we'll see that now. But the Fury Clan orc are intelligent, and uh, you know, they're both savage and intelligent, and that's interesting. I would never consider these to be intelligent if I just saw them like this. Um, So, considered to be assassins, and moving on from the well. Actually, not moving on. We're staying here with the Fury Clan, and we're gonna talk. I'm gonna read this. This is straight from the website. Known as much for their precision and intellect as for the brutal efficiency with which they carry out their missions and dispatch their enemies. The Fury Clan are amongst the most feared warriors in all of Mythos. And then there is the Furious Four. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so Stephen,
1: <laughs> yeah who who is this this is lord bushadi the alpha lord and commander of the furious four yep. we're not talking about commander of a big army he's the commander of four guys
0: right yeah that was a couple of <laughs> schmucks the four the other three guys they're just they're four guys they're just you know Couple of bumbling idiots, uh, and Lord Bashadi's trying to keep it all together. That's how I see it. But yeah, he's, a, he's great looking, isn't he? He,
1: he is very handsome, <laughs> below that helmet. Uh, actually, he's also he's also a uh, human.
0: Yep. So, 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 I think he's I think he's actually man. Doesn't it just say man? On <laughs> it his says
1: body? man, actually. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs>
1: Okay, we continue with with this group, Pitorian the Enforcer. Mm-hmm.
0: He's kind of loud and kind of obnoxious. Uh, just more about you know. More about like showing off than actually getting stuff done. That's how I see this character.
1: Yeah. yeah. I I think I think the Four Horsemen Studio also would like to say that it, him being an enforcer is kind of like really getting into it you know mm. so i just want to add that to your your uh, description mm. his only weakness is a glass of water <laughs> so uh for you who don't know uh these furious four characters that we're talking about are all tribute figures to well Stephen here in the chat and his co-host of the my wife's going to kill me podcast so they 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 were tribute figures at Legion's Con 2022. Um, yeah, you can actually buy them afterwards as well.
0: Yeah, super so, fun.
1: Yeah, that that, that, that how, how I mean you have said this many times, but and now you know how Walter feels who has gotten just now gotten a figure. How did it feel? Like you're gonna be a toy.
0: <laughs> it, it felt I don't know I it felt so. I don't know how to put it into words it's just uh, it's very much joy i don't know that sounds that sounds probably pretty lame but when i saw that (laughs) and i have told people when we when this happened i think all of us thought it was a joke and um i certainly did when uh when this was sprung on us and um because it was sprung on us that when this happened um but when i did set in that this was real. It was just, it made me so happy. And I guess, you know, it's funny, you know, these figures don't look anything like us, but there was <laughs> such care. There was such care in the bios that were written by Jeremy that it really made, it made them even that much more special. Um, so yeah, just something that always puts a smile on my face every time I think about it. So I'm sure Walter feels the same way and everybody else that's ever gotten a tribute figure, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well said. We move on to Uwit, the herbologist. What is his speciality, Stephen?
0: Uh, herbs and remedies and things of flora and fauna. Uh, yeah. Not much. Not much for fighting. You know, he's the not one that not. you gotta gotta be like, "Come on, get over here. We need some backup." And he's like smelling a flower.
1: It actually says that he's inducing using. Uh, you know, plants and stuff to to, to damage his foes, but the <laughs> overwhelming exposure of it himself has kind of messed him yeah. up as well. He's a, little, he's, he's a
0: little faded.
1: He's a little yeah. bit faded. One <laughs> that is even more faded, I guess, would be the fourth character of the Furious 4, that is Pelvicus. <laughs> and below him here you can see that his role is, and then there are just a couple of question marks, mm. like what role does he have? What do you know about him, Steven?
0: I know that he brings something to the table because um if you don't have pelvicus at the table with you, there's something missing. It's just very hard to put your finger on what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I really love this bio too because of and we've we've already talked about it on this show, you know, he's part of the Fury Clan, but he's also part of the 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 blood magic or the you know he,
1: he was part of the of the congregation of Necronominus. Yes, <laughs>
0: he got kicked out for misreading texts, yeah. special texts. So, so,
1: so yeah. yeah, so so he he he, yeah. But still, you don't know what he brings to the table. So nobody can say what his role is and what he's. Can't doing.
0: really can't put your finger on it. You just know you want him there.
1: And then there is actually another one, A part of the Furious Four, or least from the (laughs) from from the fury clan and that is cody cat whose role is also unknown and he is obviously a tribute to your podcast the one who's handling the well he's setting up everything i guess but you don't know if he's ever be there in time so cody cat's bio says that you don't know if he'll ever show up and what he's doing and if you can count on him so so is he even he's even less reliable than pelvicus so
0: yeah he, he is less reliable than pelvicus he hmm. he's missing more than pelvicus usually so but we're glad to have him when he's there yeah no this is fun um People ask me sometimes who my favorite faction is, and it really puts me in a bind, because um, my character that holds my namesake is part of Erethir, but I'm a barbarian guy, so Noble Bear has always been my favorite faction, so I'm really torn, you know? It's like, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what do I say? What do you say? I think I have to go with Erethir, because I'm part of it, right? Yeah. I mean, I'd be a traitor if it was... If it wasn't
1: everything well you would, but you can still say it, but you would be <laughs> <laughs> so okay, we are almost done with the faction yeah that this is this is a huge faction, so no other faction will be take this long, obviously here we go, Gorthok, the strategist and the favorite character of our dear friend Curtis, his absolute favorite figure, Gorthok. So he's a Shadow Uh, Wark. I'm going to read this. Grotesque, inbred creatures that are born deep below the surface, cursed to live a life mining for metals and forging deadly weapons. But he is also the strategist and the one that the faction of Erther sent to the Covenant of Shadow. You know? To the meeting, the meeting where the four evil faction would plot and decide how to bring back the evil gods. So he has a quite important role. And after the Covenant of Shadows, the dark god of Arthur returned. Yeah. So you could say this pretty. I mean it can summarize this that he is. He's war. You know? He's war. He's just I mean, evil and war. How
2: would you say?
0: Len, you've been quiet. You got any thoughts?
2: On Aerith here? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, he's uh he's metal, man, right? he's, he's war.
0: Totally metal.
2: Yeah. Totally. I mean that's like the First thing you think of when you look at him from the very uh, get go is this guy's metal, and um, he does. That's an epic weapon, right, Emil? He
1: has yeah, that is the Aether blade, and uh, we can we can see that. I mean, Gorgo Aether blade has the Aether blade, but that is what the weapon that Aether is wielding. So there are there are more stories to to read here. I mean, more info to find out
0: this is when uh as far as a toy you know view on this i feel like i feel like this is when the horseman took a big step with mythic legions was at this wave Hmm. i think there was like a it's almost like a before erythir and after erythir to me um as far as like just the level of craziness they just it's like they they ratcheted it up right here you know it's like okay from here on out we're just gonna keep pulling away we're put got the gas pedal down and we're going we're going as fast as we can this figure represents that to me
2: yeah not not just the figure itself but the the whole environment and community right i mean everything ramped up after that The, the collecting the whole like everything around it yeah I remember the first, um, show again, I love shows, love the live shows and, um, you know, toy shows, the events that the horsemen do. And the first one that they did when Arathir was available was a madhouse. Like it was crazy lines out the door. It was hot and people just lined up for it. Like no other show I've seen even to date. Like it was madness. Yeah. Yeah. It's a super
1: brutal figure. (laughs) Yeah. So, and here he comes with his steed, Aethon, that doesn't have any bio. It's just, it's called the Smoldering Steed, which is also a badass steed.
0: Yeah. I mean, that might have been our first look at any steed. I can't remember if they showed us Baileus before that one, but... (laughs)
2: I think we saw Baileus at right? Like a like a mock up really early. I mean, I remember seeing a horse at, I want to say at the first Legions Con, um, they had a horse on display, and I think it was Baalus.
0: But I can remember being home, watching G Con that year from, because G Con really, in the beginning, was always just kind of a um, it was just a horseman together with a few friends, sure. and they broadcasted it over YouTube and um i mean i i remember when they showed this i remember being where i was sitting when i saw this horse and this this character and and i was just like wow how how in the world you know this is mind-blowing
2: yeah
1: me too i remember seeing this whole live yeah outside my yeah that was summertime that was when the the new waves were in I mean, it didn't have to be November. They it used to do it during
0: San Diego Comic-Con, if I remember right. Okay. It was when they stopped going to San Diego. Then they started doing G-Con, if I remember. Then it morphed into Mythic Weekend.
2: Right.
1: Okay. So, we have this now. Belphegor, the Dark Prince. Hmm. So, when Arthur was prisoned, well, if you call it the prison realm or... or In in Belphegor's bio, it's called the Prison Realm, but anyway, that place where the gods were banished to, Belphegor was a native uh, inhabitant there, you know, and he helped weaken the portals to um, make it possible for Erthur to come back. And um, Erthur acknowledged that, and when they got back crowned him the Dark Prince. So that's why you see here on on the on the chart that I made is that okay we have Gorgo and Belfagor here.
0: Who yeah. will
1: be the one who is the second in commander I mean after Arthur. And we you don't know much about this conflict.
0: You think those dudes fight?
1: I think they want to both of them. I think they want I think they want to seriously fight each other I mean they fight everything else of course that's not the question I'm not falling for that one but I mean I think they want to fight each other but kind of like seeing what Arthur says you know
0: yeah so question I have for you guys why is that can you hear that on, on my end no okay must not be able to um Len, yes. on your Belfagor, wings or no wings? No wings. Amiel. Why is he
2: supposed to have wings?
0: No, but Wing. but he came. That wave came with the big red wings that fit him perfectly, and a lot of people put wings on their Belfagor. Oh,
1: okay. Amiel? Absolutely, wings.
0: You have wings on your Belfagor.
1: Yeah, and yeah. when I I must admit this, when I saw it, I I, I was more like. Well, it's pretty much the same parts as Purplore. At that time, I thought like that. When it arrived, I was like, "This is this is just something totally epic." These parts match, and they they create something totally awesome. So, yeah, his paints,
0: his paints with the blue highlights or fades, or you know, they looks it just looks, yeah, you can't even really see it in the pictures. But uh for people who own him, they know what we're talking about. He's he's amazing.
1: He's probably one of the most well powerful looking characters, I think.
0: He's definitely metal.
1: Yeah. So we just complete this list with the Hellfire Goblins who are like a mirror reflection from the prison realm of the, um, the Bar Goblins, you know? So it's it's horrible. I don't know if he I don't think he would go under go, uh, Noglin here. He, he's kind of like one of the creatures that, well, hordes of creatures that came back with Arthir. The same goes with the Malafar, who is the commander. But Malafar is a commander of multiple creatures that look like him, like flying blue demons. Uh, but he is kind of like a unique character. But I, I think we'll end with that for nice Nice
0: great wave i mean you're a great great uh faction great it's faction. a
2: big faction it's a huge, it's a huge faction one. yeah it's a shelf hog that that faction's <laughs> going to take up a lot of space
0: yeah and then if for people who want to uh who like army building there's so many army builders yeah it's it's crazy <laughs> um, but no man just Good job, Emil.
1: Very good job. Thank you. And, and like, uh, just like Jesse wrote in the comments here about different parts of the bios, go and read the bios. This is this is to encourage others to to find out more about this uh, this awesome world that that um, that four horsemen have created and are still creating.
0: Yeah. How do you not have fun with that? Yeah. You know, so. Well, great. Well, that didn't take us as long as we thought. I was. No? I thought we were going to be pushing this to seven o'clock for sure.
1: Yeah, that, that that well, we definitely didn't want to do that because we have a but. Yeah. Next faction focus will be, I mean, we, all faction focus will still be. Do you, know who than this.
0: do you know who we're doing next, Emil?
1: I think we're going to continue with the four, the four gods. Um, and I mean so it will either we Alithia or poxes do you have, would you prefer
2: one before the other
0: um you can decide Elithia, or yeah Alithia. I agree with Len yeah
2: because it's out already we have almost all of them probably right and um poxes yeah. might time closer to um freshen our memories of what's yeah. gonna come right because poxes we're waiting for so
1: let's do it and and luthia is a super tiny f- faction as well <laughs> so it will be the opposite of erther
2: <laughs> come it'll through.
0: give you a break yeah, it a will bit. <laughs>
2: so we'll have, to, we'll have to come in with some random ideas steve
0: maybe we're gonna have okay. to come up with something fun all right we'll do the best we can um is that all do you guys have anything
1: wasn't Else? that enough?
0: Hmm. No. <laughs> I just didn't want to end the show and somebody said, well, you didn't let me say this. And then we, we fight after the show and, and we all get mad. You know how it goes.
1: Yeah, i prefer not to fight this time. I mean.
0: Yeah. Last time was pretty brutal. Um, I mean, you didn't talk to me for, what, three days? So. But we patched yeah. it up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> again, I want to ask everybody that's listening, if you haven't subscribed or hit the like button, or whatever you do on YouTube or wherever you're seeing this, which I guess is just YouTube right now, right? Or Are we on the cabal too?
2: Nope, just YouTube.
0: Just YouTube. So uh, yeah, please, even if you're never gonna watch us again, just just hit it anyways. It yeah, doesn't subscribe. cost you anything. Please
2: subscribe. <laughs> There's lots of things that we get um, access to if we get subs, and since it's a brand new channel, any any help we can get is great
0: yeah and spread the word man if you like what we're doing here and you got legions friends tell them say hey watch these jokers um they try to put on a good show you got to give us credit for trying um so yeah that's it legions cast chapter 44 thanks for joining um we'll see you in a couple of weeks and uh be ready because we're hitting alithia we're gonna do some vampire talk awesome until then, uh, yeah. we'll see you. See so you around the land <laughs> of Mythos, right? I don't know if you're going to play the music. See, we got to get this part down. Yeah, like, are you playing the music again? Because I, you, you know, or aren't we playing uh, the music should, again?
2: Yeah, well, we should out with the music, right?
0: Yeah, come on, Emil, let's get this.
2: Ah, oh, there we go.
1: There we go.
0: Now There's I feel like so I can do an dirt. outro. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us today. It's been fun. It's been real. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Until then, we will see you around the land of mythos.
1: Bye, everyone. Bye bye.